0: Previously on Describe Your Kill. Right, Aaron, what's going on here?
1: He gets up and he answers the door absolutely butt naked.
2: Which one of you has eaten any of the
1: food here? How are you feeling today? I, I don't feel good and I dare say Aaron's worse off than I am.
2: Whatever this condition is, might have some sort of fiendish sauce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I know exactly what's fucking done this. It was, um, I want to say, bony
3: M to diagnose both myself and Lupin with Ferragon Tetanus.
0: You all step through the portal. Want to describe what you see, Aaron? Oh, it's a full aviary. What do you think you're doing here? Who are you? It's going to be time to roll for initiative. Yeah. I
1: don't want to go to school today, mother. Ahoy hoy! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of the Describe Your Kill podcast, The Death of Destiny. I'm Jason, the voice behind the fastest gun and quickest quips in Galerion, Lupin Malice, and I just wanted to jump in to say a quick thank you to all our listeners who've come on the journey with us so far. Whether you've been with us since episode 1, or whether you've just discovered us and are currently binging your way through the backlog, we're super pleased to have you along with us and we would love chatting with you all, particularly on the Discord server. If you fancy getting involved and finding out about niche German insults, Cosplaying film noir detectives in our underpants And Chris occasionally exploding mine and Craig's phones with notifications Head on over to DescribeYourKill.com And hit the button for your social media of choice But that's enough chat Let's get on with the show and episode
0: 11 Monkey Business Ho 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 Jingle bells Jingle bells It's It's Christmas <laughs> Hello, boys. Oh, am yeah. Merry
4: Christmas.
0: Oh, humbug. <laughs> <laughs> we are but a few days away from Christmas. Good to see everybody dressed up. Everyone feeling festive. Chris, you are looking very festive this evening.
5: Yeah, got my Deadpool, new Deadpool, crazy Christmas jumper. And Is it what new? Ooh. 2023 oh, no. edition? 2023 edition. And it yep. says, I'm on the naughty list. You're on the naughty we list. Go. I'm on the
0: naughty list. Jason, good what does your on. Christmas jumper say? Um, it says, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Very good. We are but a few days away from Christmas. So I want to uh, see if there's any weird Christmas traditions that we might have. This is episode 11. Can you believe it? 11 weeks of this nonsense.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've nearly left breakfast. <laughs> We've made it through the first portal.
3: Yeah, to be fair, stuff is happening now. Stuff, <laughs> stuff is happening.
0: Real. Pretty sure in the forums, people have finished book one within 11 sessions. Not <laughs> us, though. No, Not don't us. be
5: silly. Don't be oh, silly. Dear.
0: If there was an opportunity to drag out any social encounter, there was no better podcast than... <laughs> <laughs> There's no
5: better Jason. I mean, come on. I mean... <laughs> Excuse me,
1: Mister Malachi, spending three quarters of now negotiating the price of the fucking inn.
5: <laughs> and then I was waiting absolutely to take eight nowhere. hours. I was waiting to take eight hours to find some. I've got green. a home in
0: every port. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <mate>. <laughs> Once again, spiralling.
0: Um.
4: Christmas, Christmas, Chris,
0: most aptly named for this discussion. You got any weird West Country Christmas uh, <laughs> traditions? Not quite your, West Country. Cotswolds, in your house, darling, Cotswolds. What's Christmas like in the in the bar household?
5: Uh, it's all focused around the children, really. Now um, they tend to open our presents. Um, uh, open your uh, presents? Well, yeah, they do. Yeah, they love opening my presents. But often I've already bought all of my presents anyway, spending hundreds of pounds on various different things. Yourself the or yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's on
0: Chris's Christmas list this year then?
5: Ooh. I need. I do quite a lot of virtual biking, so I was looking at uh, like a climber for that. So it.
0: What is virtual biking? It's my
5: bike on a on a turbo. You play it like a game. But is it any excuse to
0: not go outside? That's what it says. Yeah, like. basically.
5: Yeah, I, it was a lot of training for for the triathlons and bike races that I used to do. I believe they
2: had that on ReSports.
0: how are the nexus mods for these this biking uh, scene oh there's some nasty ones for that (laughs) spice it up when i was a mod that just removes the saddles
5: (laughs) (laughs) i used to when i was younger when i was a but a wee burn we used to go to midnight mass mass after going to the pub rather inebriated get home at about half one try and see santa obviously um but he'd already been or <laughs> wait <laughs> had how yet old to wa- be... How old were you when you were doing 18
1: this? 18. Like, 24 24
5: 25
1: so I was go to I was the, the pub getting drunk and then coming over and try to see santa that's how they do the Cotswolds
0: <laughs> how they do it fucking hardest uh, making then... 6 year old in Bristol <laughs> the longer i know you the more questions i have chris <laughs> Jason, what about the Jones household? What's your Christmas? Any weird Christmas traditions? No, I'm going to be really disappointing here. We
1: don't really—we're we're not that big into Christmas. Is very much the the bar humbug is. I end up doing the breakfast. Um, presents get opened, etc., <laughs> etc. Et not
5: only does he role play breakfast, he does it in real life too. This is why I keep role <laughs> what a playing I just spend every day is practice dedicated <laughs> yeah. to
1: breakfast. Yeah, not 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 a big Christmas household. This one anything on your Christmas list um no I, I'm looking at some dice at the moment is there there's a very nice set of dice I, I've got my eye on that are due to drop in a couple of days time so I, I'm currently fighting the temptation to buy them I know I will crumble about 30 seconds after they go live <laughs> so uh, I'm just working out how to how best to justify that to uh, to my better half and uh, how to avoid the words how much when I do ask them. <laughs>
0: are they 20-sided dice but every side says 20 on them
1: do you know what those are incredibly difficult to get hold of we call it a craig perry dice (laughs) yeah i genuinely um we a a former player in this in this group who had a phenomenal habit of rolling ones or 20s nothing in between just ones or 20s i tried to get him for his birthday a um a d20 with all ones on it (laughs) cannot get it anywhere you genuinely cannot get them anywhere. That's a gap in the market. Okay, yeah. well I'm going to cut yeah. that
0: bit out because then we might need to do a Kickstarter for that. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that T-shirt, Matty. Anything? Uh,
3: what's your Christmas looking like? Yeah, I'm not. Also, not not super big on Christmas because uh, I've often lived away. So my Christmases in the city has been spent with like different friends that will host uh, the various ragamuffins like me, mm-hmm. and you know as a vegan as well it's uh <gasps> it's, it's i know reveal that's big no i know i know my token just got bigger <laughs> no <laughs> that's why you smaller. look ashen
5: <laughs> smaller I'm just lost 80 <laughs> percent of your skin yeah, you <laughs> that's why
3: i look ashen no protein <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's good that's good Chris. <laughs> so yeah it's naturally uh, fail all fortitude saves so. <laughs> yeah, naturally yeah it's a really? vegan muck christmas
0: Come on! What about German
2: Christmas? Do you do you have a different date? Do you? I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I mostly celebrate with my Greek family, so it's. Uh, oh, so it is a different yeah, date. No, it's it's uh, still. I mean, technically, yeah, but no, because we still celebrate on on 24th. So. I, yeah, I did quite a few Christmases in Austria, and
3: uh, big Christmas is always the 24th, isn't yeah. it? Like that's uh. the main sort of day.
0: Yeah. So Wait, it's a different is, date, Kamon. I don't know if you know, but you? we we twenty twenty fifth.
2: you're fucking weirdos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're just too eager there in in
2: Why
3: the I, Deutschland. I, yeah. Do you have the Christkind? Is that a a thing in I Germany mean, or is that some, an Austrian some thing? Some do.
2: It's it's basically like um, that, there's there's um, a, a civil cold war happening perpetually between <laughs> between the, the. Here we
0: go. Strap in. Right, this is today's episode. <laughs>
2: Between between the Christkind and men, yeah, and and the common Santa believers, and yeah. and where does Krampus uh, f- come into this mix? Ooh, everywhere. Um, <laughs> over the last <laughs> twenty years or so, there's been many many casualties. <laughs> what? I, I I don't. So what So what what do the Christkinds believe
3: in? So the Christkind is like a f- a fairy, right? Like, a, it's, who, like it's, it's like instead of Santa bringing the present, she comes in and rings a little bell, and she's no, like, "No, it's
2: it's like Jesus, like baby Jesus coming coming over, breaking in, and it's 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 like it's like <laughs> Santa, but instead of an old man coming into your home, it's yep. it's a flying baby, right? This is a, this is the Chris kind, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Versus what? He's he's the baby. Fi- just. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Fight! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Round one. <laughs>
2: and then,
3: and then, Krampus is the referee. Yeah, obviously, basically, yeah, obviously.
0: Well, what else would he be? I was getting worried that this segment would have no spice to it, but we've suddenly <laughs> solved the <laughs> equation yet again with a flying Jesus baby
2: and Santa. I can't believe you guys don't have this. It's <laughs> I think it's common should. sense to have this. Do you, wait, do you guys also do that? Do that weird stocking thing, or is that is that an American? We do,
0: we do the stockings. What we do the, stockings. the
1: fuck? <laughs> come come down for Christmas morning in stockings and garter belts, yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. <I'm> gonna... <laughs> so, um, what what I'm hearing is, I'm gonna buy a plane ticket for two a.m. on December 25th to celebrate a second Christmas in the UK.
0: That's it, baby. Nice. Imagine playing Pathfinder Christmas day. You. <laughs> You've sacked off your family and your loved ones. <laughs> You've killed the flying baby. Santa has been fatality to the corner. <laughs> Camone's on a plane. <laughs> and we meet up and we play some Pathfinder. Flying home for Christmas. There is. I uh, would ask you not to look it up if you haven't already. But there is a Pathfinder creature that is canon. I'm just going to look him up now quickly. Pretty sure krampus exists in the Pathfinder. i was going to say universe. yeah I, i've
1: heard something about uh, something krampus related but i wasn't sure if that was pathfinder or i'd got that like, confused with another system
0: yeah no he is there i'd ask you not to look him up mainly because malachi for his cheating last week will be facing the level 21 <laughs> creature
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Later on in christmas show. day excellent armed only with his mother's excellent. skull <laughs> oh, I, will, I will tell you now, he's got an ability. It's a one-action ability called Punish the Naughty. And if that's not a good ability, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> Incredible. Like good it. stuff. Like it. It has come to that time of the night, boys. Pathfinder awaits. So last week was, a, was an interesting one. We spent a lot of time... Uh, nude. That's the first takeaway <laughs> I got from it. A lot of nudity in last week's episode, and a lot of time trying to solve the Ferrigan tetanus that you eventually kind of discerned. I just kind of wanted to quickly ask you, Jason, you're obviously quite annoyed about the fact that you didn't know the reset time on the check. I'm wondering if yeah. you've mellowed on that slightly in the last week, or you're still uh,
1: still... It still bugs me somewhat. Um, it's just, again, it's it's one of those ones not knowing makes it very, very difficult to it makes the use of consumables very, very difficult. does. Considering yeah. the price of a lot of consumables, especially once you start to factor in sort of mid to higher level ones, mm. is it can be quite frustrating is like, right, well, I've got this thing that is absolutely, you know, that, that I bought specifically for this scenario. And yet I have absolutely no idea when I can use it. Sure. To be
2: fair, every one of us failed the check to identify it. So it's on yeah. us. I understand the
0: frustration Ray, equally. Had you passed the check... You would have known when to use those consumables. Yep. We are currently in the Deadshot lands. And of course, you were set upon by these Mvanian Tengu soldiers and their leader firing these spear launches at you. You met Skornak, the Tengu guy who couldn't speak common until we realized that he could
4: speak common. <laughs> uh,
2: sorry, could you, could you spell that name, maybe?
0: Skornak, yes. It's yeah. SK... A W N A K Scornack. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and his little group of Tengu raiders, who were surprised by your sudden appearance through the portal, but told you that they were behind enemy lines and that they needed to cross the great plains in order to get back to their base with this cache of weapons and supplies that they had managed to steal from the Mervanians who terrorise this place, this ongoing war on the continent of Arcadia, thousands of miles from Galeria, thousands of miles from your own understanding of what life must be
2: like here. Wouldn't it be funny if we just accidentally killed the good
4: guys?
0: <laughs> Murder hobo, I believe, is the phrase used quite often. <laughs> Had you come through and started swinging at the poor defenseless <laughs> level I mean, who three. knows? Maybe
2: they are the bad guys. Yeah. Who knows? we've just been fooled yeah
0: and you attacked but very handily dispatched of these you did take a couple of good hits how's everyone's hit points looking lupin took a couple of smashes yeah I, i'm i'm about a third health i, I took a, a good few solid hits nearly 100 hit points down yeah anyone else looking
2: kimono how's that? doing good yeah good yeah Doing good. Still at over 100. Mm, we don't know. Malachi's still
1: cowering under a pile of rocks, so we don't know what his HP is like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: came out of hiding. We're good. Cool use of the orchestra spell. Cool use of Aeron's 50-foot... I oh, can't remember what that one was called.
3: It was the Shadow Blast, I think. Um, had a line line effect, and the got to try out my new teleportation spell as well. Which sure was did. very yeah, very nice. helpful.
0: That was really cool. Yeah. Come on, this is the amount of love that I have for you is that I've had to build a custom armor tracker spreadsheet. (laughs) 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 And I'm currently in process of building an automation where I can basically add a character to a fake encounter within my spreadsheet. And then if you hit me, I can just type in the damage and it will do all the math for me.
2: Watch me replace my acid rune with another one later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listeners, that will In be like...
0: our top-tier uh, Patreon when that comes. That will be <laughs> the really expensive for all yeah. to my <laughs> spreadsheet.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> you defeated them quite handily. And Skornak had ushered his Tengus into the woods. So when you came through, you obviously... Aaron took the lead and was discussing, we're not here to hurt you. We don't know why we're here. You didn't tell him about the cards and then you were set upon.
3: Well, we said we were looking for... We were artifact hunters, is kind of what it indicated okay. to him. Like, we don't think we explicitly mentioned anything about the cards, but... You definitely I didn't, think so, no. I said we were, like, magical... We were seeking a magical artifact, and that's why we'd come through.
0: So when our heroes came into this map, they were in a kind of clearing under these trees. There was a dead tree laid across, forming a kind of natural barrier... And then before them were this vast expanse of glimmering green grasses spread out thousands of feet in front of them. And Skornak had said to you as the combat finished, You must get back to us now, please. You must, must return. The skies are dangerous. Over to you. Uh, Skornak,
5: why, why are the skies dangerous?
0: Why are the skies dangerous? Because of the The demons. I, I'm, I'm assuming you have no knowledge of this place whatsoever.
5: You'd be right, yeah.
1: Lupin will uh, sort of—he's somewhat away from the from the barricade at the moment, having been uh, teleported out into the middle of the fight. So he'll be uh, sort of hobbling his way back, uh, hobbling his way back towards the towards the main
5: group. Are these demons? Are they like the ones that we've just fought? Or those were Tengu, Malachi? <laughs> oh, were they Tengu? Oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, they're not. They demons. looked a
5: bit. They looked a bit demonized, though.
2: They did have wings, Malachi. I'm proud of you for, for noticing.
0: <laughs> I don't actually know if they had fly speeds. That'd be interesting. I don't think Tengu can I don't think they,
2: can I don't fly, think they no. Do, do. No.
0: I
1: love the idea that anything that isn't a human is a demon to Malachi.
2: Wait, they don't <laughs> even have wings, Malachi. You fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> we can very well, clearly see even that this
3: conversation. Squanak has
0: fingers. <laughs>
5: How long has this war been going on then?
0: This war has been happening for many years many years. We fight, we win, we lose such is the way
5: what are you what are you fighting over
0: the land of course the land These lands are ruled by the wind-borne theocrats they use the mervanians they use the avian demons to assert control to exert their power. We fight back when we can we take their weapons we raid them. We are higher in number than they, but they are stronger, and they fight as usually from the skies. You fought well, heroes. You fought well.
1: Yes, I'd, I'd like to say the same for you, but uh, it appears that most of your army is currently cowering in the trees. I can understand why the numerical advantage doesn't appear to be working for you today.
0: We are level four. <laughs> Fair enough. Although one of my party is wearing level 18 armor and I feel might be (laughs) best place to take on the entire Mavarian army. (laughs) I wonder where he got that. Malachi, your thoughts?
3: (laughs) Eron joins the group as well underneath the, uh, behind the barricade and just says, have you got a camp nearby or where are you sheltering from, from these people that are attacking you?
0: Yes, we do have a camp. It is across the plains. If you look out before you, and if you do look out to the east of where you're standing, through the fallen trees, over these grasslands, they do reach for hundreds, if not thousands of feet. And you can see there is another forest around two to two and a half thousand feet away from you to the east. And he points, not with his wing, but with his feathered fingers. (laughs) This This is where we have to get to. We have to escape. We have to bring the supplies back. We have medicine. We have families who need it. Maybe you noticed when you were in the plains, there were certain trails through the grasses which are safer than others, which are more sheltered. Did you see such a thing?
1: I I can't speak for all of us, but I only speak for myself as we were a little too busy um, fighting the Tengu that were
0: trying to kill us. He slaps you. Idiot! (laughs) What?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Did you just get bird slapped? <laughs> I thought Jason a would react. Four. Jason didn't react. <laughs> just...
0: Jason, Jason didn't even date it with a response. He's like, no, no I was, yes try, to I was trying
1: to think of something. I was I was frantically like, thinking, oh, what have I got here? But...
0: I'm just going to stay stoic. Although, Jason, I've got to ask you, actually, were you saying stoic ox? Stoic. Stoic. Stoic, isn't it? <laughs>
4: Is it stoic? I've been
3: obsessed with Jason's that's pronunciation stoic. of stoic. It's
4: a, that's not the, it's
0: not the stoic word. It? No, it's not. Stoic. Stoic. stoic.
1: I don't know it's why no one picked up stoic. on it. When he
0: said it the first time, I'm like, have I, and, have I been saying it wrong for years? No. Or. Has no, no got it?
3: I just thought it was so rhythmic and musical and, yeah, and poetic and beautiful that I thought, I'm not yeah. going to say anything. I really enjoy it.
0: Stoic. Stoic. <laughs>
3: yeah, I don't know why. I don't know where that's come from.
5: But- <laughs> <laughs> that ox—it's now con- cannon. It's now cannon.
4: Yeah.
0: Listen, I'm not sure why you're here, but we have to get back to our camp. Perhaps your eyes seem keener than ours. You have magic and abilities beyond our own. If you were willing to spend a little time to help us plot the best course back to our camp, that would be incredibly useful to us. And the birds all around in the trees going. <laughs> No, that's monkeys. Monkeys.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Craig has gone insane. <laughs>
0: that's what you go oh with 15 God. NPCs, you just panic. <laughs> it's too many Tengu. What is the plural of Tengu? Is it Tengai? Tengu. No, just Tengai. Tengu. It's got to be tengu. Tengu guys. Ten guys. Ten guys. Ten guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> if you'll be wearing... Fucking hell... Oh, eight minutes in. (laughs) If you were willing to uh, spend some time to help us plot a course, then uh, it would help us get back to safety. Would you be willing to help us?
1: It would be a pleasure, Mr. Connery.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're not meant to call him out.
3: (laughs) I love how we both went on exactly the same thing. (laughs) The name's Knack. (laughs) Scornack. Okay, so looking out across the field, um, yeah. is, is it difficult terrain that we can see leading to the destination? Or is it quite smooth
0: trails? from? No, the grass is quite deep. So when you're out there, I didn't rule it as difficult terrain. It's quite flat, the grasslands, but there are peaks and troughs. And there are clearly areas and little paths and funnels maybe used by people little gullies and you can see that some of them are deeper than others and had the combat gone on for much longer i maybe would have sort of interfered with some difficult terrain and stuff but the reality is that yes it would be greater difficult terrain if they're trying to convoy with this many people and to stay hidden there are clearly paths throughout the grass which are going to be safer for them in theory or it's what they're telling you than if they were not okay so aaron
3: thinks that he can be of help in getting these people and their supplies to safety so he turns to his compatriots and says, I believe that I can assist them. I, I think I can lead the way. I-, I have a spell I think that will help us out here. I think we're exposed if we stay here so maybe we could help them get there as soon as possible and just regroup at camp and just get our bearings and see what where we go from here. Is everyone okay with that?
1: Whilst I agree, if if we could take uh, just a, a short uh, short time just to treat some wounds I have taken a few few hits myself and uh, I, I would not like to be caught short in the uh, in the middle of a field in this current condition uh, t- 10 minutes just to treat some wounds would be greatly appreciated
3: Eron says to Squarnak, me and my allies just need to heal up so if just give us a few minutes and then we'll we'll help you make your journey and Yes, then, of course um, Aaron's going to pull out his healer's tools and start treating wounds on himself, knowing that, um, I think, Lupin, you've got your own, haven't you?
5: Yeah, yeah. And as Lupin is healing himself, Malachi puts his arm around Lupin and starts singing. You're beautiful, that's for sure. You'll never, ever fade. You're lovely, but it's not for sure that I won't ever change. And though my love is rare." And though my love is true, I'm like a bird. No, don't run away. <laughs> <What> I'm like a <laughs> Please don't fly away. I know where your soul is. I know where Whoa. your home is. And Cassie's.
0: Can I choose not to take this healing? Araden himself <laughs> descends from the clouds <laughs> and sits Ru- on Malachi. Comes back from the dead. <laughs> Cast sues at, at fifth level. I didn't know where it was going until we got to "I'm like a bird," and the payoff was reasonable. So yeah, <laughs> okay. my favorite thing is seeing Chris's eyes
3: dart over to the lyrics. <laughs> 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 so Errol's gonna roll uh, treat wounds on himself. That's a twenty-four, but that's oh, there's only nine points of healing. But I'll take it.
0: So Malaco, you did cast soothe amongst whatever was happening there. Uh, the forty-three healing. Who's that for?
5: That was for Lupin as I put my okay. hand around him, even though he tried to run off.
0: So Aeron treats runes, but only gets nine points of healing. And
1: while Malachi is sort of singing at him, um, Lupin is sort of trying <laughs> to concentrate on actually treating himself. Okay. Um, Craig, are you happy for me to use natural medicine and get the plus two for being in nature?
0: Absolutely. Yep. You couldn't be more in nature. I was going to
1: say, yeah, I, I figured as much, but wanted to at least ask. Could you
0: be any more nature? Oh. Too soon, too soon. Not now, six weeks later. So. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, good point, well made. Uh, that is 26, and that is, again, nine points of Ooh. healing.
0: All right, so we do a bit of healing. Everyone kind of healed up, happy with where they are with the healings? Certainly for yeah, you I now, so. I think that's sure. good. Yeah, we'll, we'll do till you... we
1: get back to camp, yeah.
0: So Skornak has told you that, yeah, you need to kind of try and help them plot the safest route through these grass panes mechanically what that means is that there are some checks you can do to try and discern the best route and i'd like you to kind of maybe think about how your character would do that themselves mechanically there's going to be perception check or nature check or survival checks or planes law check there's no fiendish law here (laughs) before you ask But uh, anything relevant or ways that you can improve your interpretation of what they have to do, I will take into account. But then once you're ready to make those rolls, they will be rolled in secret, and I will then take those results.
3: So Aaron begins casting a spell that he um, used a a while ago when we were back in the Grand Bazaar, but it failed. It was when we were trying to find d and he thinks that actually this is... A really appropriate situation to use it and he casts Wanderer's Guide. So as a reminder, um, this spell means that I can call upon the beyond to guide my route. So when I cast the spell I choose a destination, in this case it'll be the camp, and it will give me a, an inspired route to that destination allowing me and any allies who travel with me overland to reduce the movement penalty from difficult terrain by half for the duration, as long as we don't deviate from the inspired route. So I'm imagining that when he casts this, he can almost see, and maybe only he can see it, but a small kind of beaming trail kind of heading off across the plains um, Mm. leading to the camp. And um, I don't know if, again, with this particular role, if the difficult terrain and kind of... I think this is more to do with how long it takes you to get over difficult terrain. So it has a practical application Mm -hmm. in that instance. But, you know,
0: maybe this would give some sort of bonus or to my roles. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say that you can uh, make your check, this secret check. You can choose perception, nature, or survival. And I'm going to give you a plus four to your roll, because you've used the Wanderer's Guide spell.
3: Marvelous. Uh, So perception, nature, or... Uh, Perception,
0: nature, or survival. Okay, I'm gonna roll perception. Secret roll. Okay, thank you. The roll is noted. Let's go to Wilhelm. What's he doing to help?
2: Uh, He's gonna stay a bit behind the group. Not too far, just making sure that he's sort of the last one in the marching order, whilst also keeping an eye out for any dangers. Um, he also is going to try to cover the group's tracks so that if they were to be followed, it would be harder to read, to, to read their tracks. Okay, so are you planning to travel with these guys? Is that your plan? I mean, I, I thought that was the plan to uh, sort of escort them to their, to their camp. That is certainly
0: an option, but I think his inference was that they just need some help plotting the course. They, you know, they grateful. You've obviously appeared oh. to them. You don't have to travel with them, but they're suggesting that they need to get there. They're they're oh. asking you to find the best path. They're not necessarily asking you to travel with them, but that is of course an option open to you as well.
2: Oh right, I, I thought that was uh, the thing that we were doing. Just walk. if we're not working with them, we can. Cut that last part out, because then Wilhelm is gonna, um, while Aaron is, is casting the spell and sort of talking to, to, to Mr. Squawks over there, uh,
4: <laughs>
2: Wilhelm is gonna go to Lupin and and quietly kind of lean in and say, didn't I just kind of 10 minutes ago say th- something about being careful with uh, dabbling in, in, in fate in this part and... and the implications of the big sky, I think we're already in neck deep. Yes, it would appear that
1: uh, <clears throat> things have uh, somewhat taken a turn in the, in the short time since we've arrived. its uh, I, I think our best bet may be to uh, find camp and to, to find some, some rather more permanent shelter and perhaps reassess where we go
3: from there. Yeah, my thinking was that we would just go with them to the camp. Because we're okay. in the middle of nowhere, as far as we know. So, yeah, that's what I thought as so, well. So, I, I think don't. if let's plan on just going with them, because we're, we're at least have a uh, a safe space to stay as a jumping off point, and they can point us towards civilization.
0: Sure. Okay. So, Wilhelm, you're going to use the cover track skill whilst you're right. moving. Yeah. Uh, in terms of plotting the path, Malachi, is there anything you want to add?
5: No, I'd probably follow the expert of Aeron.
0: So, follow the expert is an exploration activity. It's where you're following someone who's better at something than you are, and because of their assistance, you can add your level as a proficiency bonus to the associated skill check. Okay, cool. And what about looping in terms of plotting the path? Is there anything you want to do? Are you just intending Um, to follow? Tell me what you need. I can
1: I can help out with a nature check if that's gonna.
0: Absolutely, Actually, yeah. If you just want to look out me, and do yeah. a nature check, then go right ahead. That'll be a secret so, nature check for me, please. Secret yeah. Okay. Squornak comes up to you, Owen. Have you plotted the best course back to the camp?
3: I believe so. Uh, I've cast a spell, and I believe that it will lead us in the right direction and take us through the path of least resistance. Uh, please bear in mind, no guarantees. My magic is somewhat
0: unpredictable, but I think it's heading in the right way. Have you found a better path for us? Should we follow you? Is this what you're saying? Who, 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 what should the formation be as we cross the plains?
3: Yes, I would say that um, follow me, Malachi, and Lupin, and uh, our comrade Wilhelm will head up the back behind your troop and just try to cover our tracks and make sure that if there is anyone following on ground, we've at least disguised our, our path.
0: Very well. We must be cautious. The skies are dangerous. Aeron, we place our trust in you. If we return to our camp, then we will feed you and give you bed for the night.
2: Just you. (laughs) Only you. The others can stay here. Stop hitting me. (laughs) It's like half an hour late, but it works.
3: Aaron feels a great weight of responsibility on his shoulders at the moment, and he's never really been in this position of having to lead anything, so let alone having to do it for a whole troop of uh, Tengu and his comrades. So he's uh, nervous, but he kind of says, I I will try not to let you down. Uh, Shall we head off now? You know the skies and the land better than I, but is it safe? You said the skies were dangerous. Do you think we can make tracks now?
0: I believe we can. If you feel you've picked out the best path for us, using your abilities, rolling the necessary number of checks, <laughs> then I feel we can make it across the plains. But I would ask you to be wary. Um, and as they're
3: all gathering up their supplies, Aaron says to Lupin, I- I'll be focused on the path, Mr. Malice. Maybe perhaps you could keep an eye on the skies, warn us of any danger you might see as we're travelling.
1: Yes, I may have a tool for the job.
0: All right, so you roll out and plan out your path, crossing this vast green plain. And just to put it in perspective, you're in this kind of little copse of woods, and before you is this stunning vista, flat as a pancake. But within the ground, with your keen eyes, you spot these little gullies and rivlets and paths and places that you're going to take this little band of tengu to the other side of the planes. Over to you.
3: So now that they've gathered up all of their supplies and I'm guessing they're kind of looking expectantly in Aaron's direction since he's volunteered that he's yep. going to lead the pack, he nervously kind of leans on his staff and says, R- right, um, I-, I would say maybe shoulder to shoulder, two by two, uh, uh, Wilhelm you get to the back, you're going to cover our tracks, and then Me and my group are going to lead up the front and be ready in case there's any danger that you might need to hide or fight.
0: And you hear him, Aeron, so it's not been two hours probably since you last cast the uh, true speech spell with the wand, but you hear him in the common tongue of this continent, which of course is Razatlanti or Razatlani, say, Troops, we must be careful. Aaron is going to guide us through the field. Pay attention, two by two. Stay together, stay cautious. I'm sure the others will be guarding us, but please be careful. Are we ready? <laughs>
4: That's
2: say yes. This is the exact talk I have once a week with my kids when we're going to the park. <laughs> Do it in German, though. Come on. <laughs> I was like, going to
1: say what the
0: <laughs> not the common tongue it would have been, but it's
1: everything not. about this
0: <laughs> two by two the
1: little family of Mr.
0: Blobbies. Yes, Aaron, I'm putting my trust in you. Please do not let us down. No pressure. Uh,
5: <laughs> While we're doing it, Malachi will keep up, inspire courage to ensure that the uh, the gaggle stay on track.
0: Nice. Right, Aaron. After you. Tell us what we should do, and we shall follow. Find the path. Take us to our safe place. And Aaron closes
3: his eyes for a second and visualizes concentrating on the spell, which is still ongoing. When he opens, he can just see this kind of very thin, traced, golden line etching out across the field. And he takes his first tentative steps, turns, and beckons the troop behind him.
0: Follow me! this way troops on me follow aaron stick to the path malachi goes up two three four up two three four so aaron you begin taking your first steps into the plains using your spell i don't quite know how it would work but I imagine much like a kind of uh, map on a video game showing the path i can't think of one right now where it gives you just a little arrow just it's like fable you the- where you get like fable, a little, yeah. you get like a little golden trail and so you begin your movement out into the fields. I'm going to move my little uh, bird tokens. And so for those that are following expert and covering tracks, do we need to
2: attempt any kind of checks or... Come on. Uh, just, I've just looked it up. Cover tracks is not a check. Anyone tracking us must succeed at a survival check against my survival DC if it is higher than the normal DC to track, which... I thought it was death related My survival is plus 14. Um, DC 24. I believe at our current level, the standard track DC would be higher. (laughs) But Wilhelm is still going to try. So you don't roll. It's my creatures against yours. Is that right? Right. But if if the standard um, track DC for our current level would be higher, then my survival DC is irrelevant.
0: Okay, so you make your way across, and for the first fifty feet, you sort of picking your way through, and you can see that they're like a little bit uncomfortable behind you. They're not the best followers. There's lots of squawking and clucking, and Skornak is kind of pacing to and from the line through the ravine, following Aaron. It's like shh, shh. We must be careful. Aaron, can you see the path? I can. Keep following me. What is Lupin doing? Lupin is
1: very much watching the skies, and um, he's sort of trying trying to keep. Enough space from the rest of the group that he's not being distracted by the the bustling and squawking, and he's he's very much keeping keeping his head uh, up.
0: Okay, and are you following with the troop?
1: Yes. So is is I'm sort of envisioning maybe looping just slightly behind Aaron, and and sort of ahead of the main group of Tengu.
0: Okay. If you want to, I've so I've moved the troop into the field. Let's assume that we're kind of out there a little bit. Uh, Wilhelm, where are you in relation to the troop?
2: I'm uh, sort of. I'm directly behind the last um, member of the group, so Wilhelm would be like, um, I don't know, like 30, maybe 40 feet um, behind the other party members.
0: Okay, cool. I'm going to get all of you to roll secret perception checks for me, please. And you proceed another 50 to 100 feet, maybe longer, through this path. on picking it out, seeing the golden root flow to him, looping, keeping his eyes out, Wilhelm bringing up the rear. What's Malachi doing amongst a throng of these bird people?
5: He's pushing them along, trying to keep them all together, trying to keep them calm, but obviously the Inspire courage is, come on, we can do this, we can do this!
0: And you keep going further and further into the grass plains. Just gonna roll a couple of dice. My dice. That's not
1: ominous. The ones with all the twenties on them.
0: <laughs> so, you push further into the fields. You're making good progress. You're about halfway there. Everybody roll. Secret perception checks again for me, please.
2: Oh. It's going to be the dreaded branch golem, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh.
0: So, the party have rolled their secret perception checks. Gonna tell you, not so good this time. Skornak looking very on edge as are the rest of the Tengu. As you're pushing through, you're about halfway there. Maybe slightly further, pushing forwards. And Aaron, you keep following the path, using this Wanderer's Guide spell, finding the best route through. Wilhelm covering the tracks at the back. Malachi following the expert. Lupin kind of sticking around, just keeping a general eye out. And you push, and you're about three quarters there. Everybody roll secret perception checks again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm, Aaron, as you get three quarters of the way across this grassy plain, just as the end is in sight, Another 250, 300 feet away is the copse of woods. Potential safety. Wilhelm and Aaron here from the skies.
4: And suddenly the
0: the birds. (laughs) (laughs) Lose a hero. (laughs) (laughs) And you look to the skies, as do all of the Tengu, as does Skornak. And you see five dark shadows begin descending towards you as they flap their awful wings and they get closer and closer and closer. I'm going to give you a chance to do something very quickly.
3: Aaron instinctively, seeing how close we are and leading up the pack, just shouts out, quickly, we can hustle, we can haste, we can make it. And he starts running towards the goal following the path he just thinks I've just got to follow this trail and he continues to run and hopes to is shout and encourage the others to run and
0: keep track with him Roll a diplomacy check Matthew to see if you can control the terror within the Tengu
3: Okay Oh that looks pretty Ooh, 34 good, so is good. They
0: manage yep. to kind of stay on track they start following you Skornak is trying to lead them Malachi what are you doing?
5: Same, carrying on custling along with Aaron Come on, come on
0: Okay, roll diplomacy Edge. check, please.
5: Uh, I'm good at diplomacy.
0: Thirty-two. Thirty-two is also very good. Vilhelm, what are you doing at the back? You've got one chance to do something.
2: Looking up and seeing those creatures, he sort of instinctively abandons whatever he was doing and starts rushing toward Aaron. And while he does that, he pulls the hood of his of his elvish cloak up. It becomes invisible
0: comes invisible okay would you like to move yourself on the map please yes okay lupin did i ask what you were doing Uh,
1: no lupin will draw
0: his pistol from inside his cloak and will grab
1: the uh, amulet
0: and aaron as you're trying to hustle these birds malachi giving them some incentive inspiring courage the entire way as you're hurrying through and and pushing these tengu to their limits, they're panting, everyone's scared, they're looking up as these birds they you can see these five dark shadows swirling in the clouds above, and then instantly they disappear, and then immediately they reappear. Oh god. And you are surrounded <gasps> by five oh, god. creatures. Oh they're so, god. they're so fucking horrifying. Four of them look like this. Jason tell oh. us what this one looks like.
1: Uh, that looks like a bondage vulture.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a
2: dire tengu. <laughs> yeah. God.
0: And these ones appear at ground level right next to you. And there is one that is hovering in the air just above you. And he looks like this. I actually got a shiver up
2: my spine looking at that. <laughs> what does it look like? It's, it's sort of a... a, a... Vulture with almost human proportions of of, of its arms and, and legs, really buff thighs. Yeah, it's like yes. man. It's like
3: Man Bat from, from Batman, kind, kind isn't of, it? Kind of, kind
2: of, but with with a bird head and and sort of this this whole I don't know gothic art style going on. It's it's kind of it's scary to, to say the least. It's
0: really <laughs> scary. It's got big vulture like wings, enormous talons, green eyes, and they swoop down and scream as this band of avian creatures attacks you. Roll for initiative! Come yeah. on, there we go. Call out your
3: numbers. That is a Ugh. natural 16 on the die for a 34 total. 9 for 30. Lupin?
2: Oh, that is a natural 3 for 23. If I were to use stealth because I'm invisible, would I get a bonus for that? You wouldn't get a bonus, but you can use your stealth dc
0: for initiative i'm gonna use it's not not gonna make you act any (laughs) quicker i wouldn't say
2: all right then that's a natural 12 for 34 you ready for combat boys yes yes all right it is combat time
0: we are in combat mode initiative has been rolled it is round one it's my creature's turn it is the awful looking creature the big boy He's kind of floating in the air above you. Eron, he sees you at the front of the pack. And he's going to cast a spell at you. Here comes the attack roll. As a little bit of flame comes out towards you. 34 to hit.
3: 34
0: is a hit. Okay, and this fire shoots out and does 27 oh, points hell, that was a of good roll. fire damage
3: Damn. and as the fire comes towards Eren, anyone nearby just sees his eyes go kind of white with terror and as soon as the flames are disappear, dissipated he kind of steals himself again but the fire is terrifying to him
0: i'm sure it is so he casts this fire spell at you and then he flies off to the back of the pack It is the creature's turn that is right next to Lupin. And this creature is going to let out this ungodly, stunning screech as it screams at you. Let's just find the ability. Is this an auditory
5: trait or a sonic
0: trait? Yes, it is. is It's
5: not inhaled. Stunning screech. Add my plus one to this.
0: and he casts it right in the middle of you so everybody is going to need to roll a fortitude save please even if you're invisible 37
2: do i count as a non-demon creature though
0: yes you do (laughs) (laughs) shit a natural 18 for 38 okay two crit successes i'm
2: gonna have to ask does this creature have the fiend trait? It's relevant for my warding tattoo. It does. All right. In that case, I'm going to get a free plus one to AC and saving throws against every effect and spell they cast. If it's a fiend, is that right? Resistance two to spells cast by fiends and magical attacks by fiends. Ah, All right, then. Um, is this a fear effect as well? No. Damn. Wait, is this an interact action of any kind? No, it isn't, right?
0: Uh, No, it's not an interact action, come on.
2: All right, still, so, v- v- Wilhelm's gonna channel the energy, bless you, uh, channel the energy of his, bless you again, uh, of his warding <laughs> tattoo, and uh, he's gonna receive a plus one on his saving throw for that. Okay, it's against the stunning Screech. Oof, I'm gonna reroll that one. Uh, You passed.
0: Oh, right then. I know Wilhelm 22 is a fail against this yeah, creature's thing, but up. because it has the incapacitation trait oh. ah. and it is lower level than you, that would push it up to a success.
2: Yes, Which would make know, it, it a crit for. success Which with would my make Juggernaut it a crit
0: success. So, no effect from the creature. Nice. With its final action, it's going to raise back its big head. Now, all of these creatures, just for the listeners, these bird like creatures are large. So, they're much bigger than our heroes. Jason, he rears up his head and comes down. You know what time it is. It's peak time. Peak. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> a natural four for 27.
1: That is a miss.
0: Okay. It is the next creature's turn. And this one is going to start pecking at the Tengu and Ooh. rolls a natural oh, 19. No absolutely destroys it and that creature is now dead. Poor Dave the Tengu we hardly knew ye. (laughs) Dave is dead and then he attacks again at the second creature Uh, sorry he attacks again at one of the second Tengu at the back of the pack with his beak goes to bite him and gets a critical hit and deals 60 points of damage and that is one more that's dead and then with his final action, he attacks the final Tengu at the back wow. of the pack with his beak again with a natural six. That is a miss, so doesn't take out another one. It Ooh. is round one, and it is, for the first time, Wilhelm Krongaard's turn.
2: As Wilhelm has the same initiative as Aaron, he's going to wait until Aaron has done his turn.
0: Okay, very well. It is Aaron's turn. So this creature comes down
3: and uh, breathes fire on him or shoots a fire spell at him and then flies off. And seeing all of these people and his comrades just surrounded, he turns around and panics and then just whips out his arms and says, stop! And casts a sixth level. Ooh slow spell.
2: Oh fuck. Oh you. yes. So
3: this targets this targets all of your creatures, so roll a fortitude save for all of them, DC 30.
0: I hate this so much.
2: Doesn't even have the incapacitation trait. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. So strong.
0: Okay, so we're going to roll it for the four uh, normal creatures first. Okay. One is a pass. First one's a pass. Critical pass and a pass. Uh, One more needs to roll it. Here we go. There's a pass. And the final roll. Some good rolls. On the big guy is a pass. So there's all pass and one crit pass. On the
3: passes, they're going to be slowed for one round. Slowed one for one round. Did no one fail? God.
0: No one failed. Okay. You
2: still took like four actions away from them. (laughs) Still very good. Yeah.
3: Okay, so uh, Aaron casts that spell. He has one action remaining. He is going to try to recall knowledge on the big boy who breathed
0: fire on him. Okay, that's going to be a religion check. Secret. Ah, okay. There we go. Okay, thank you, Aaron. That is rolled. I can tell you that this creature... Ooh, i give you one piece of useful information. What do we think? What would we like to know about this guy?
1: I wouldn't worry too much about weaknesses because I can obviously I can exploit those through exploit vulnerability.
3: Maybe you, it'd be useful for you in particular to know it's low save. So that's what see. I was about to say. Yeah. Okay. Could I know? I'd like to know what this creature's lowest save is, please.
0: Its lowest save is its fortitude save.
3: Do I know the creature's name? As in, not not like Dave or whatever. I'll tell you that the creature
0: is known as a Hurlilu. A Hurlilu. A Hurlilu. It A-lilu. is a fiend. <laughs> and it is a Lilu. L-I-L-U. These are f- evil fiends who can fly. Or- and I will stop there. Hurlilu.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron uh, shouts to the others. It- it's a then they're-, they're quite
2: big, but they- they- their fortitude is weak. Target them that way.
0: Wilhelm, round one, your turn.
2: Wilhelm uh, draws his draws his rapier for his first action. And for his second action, he's going to um, raise his guard and he's going to be entering his uh, dueling dance stance. And for his last action, he's going to try to stab the, the creature right in front of him uh, out of his invisibility. So it's going to be flat-footed for, for this one. Yep. Right, that's a snagging strike. Um, oof! With a forty-one to hit
0: critical hit,
2: I, I obviously it doesn't get boring. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> ever get boring. <laughs> Ooh, my bane rune even triggers. Nice. Uh, that's forty-nine damage, and I assume it doesn't wear any armor.
0: It's not wearing any armor. No, it's a nude bird. <laughs> <Do
2: I>? <laughs> <laughs>
1: nude bird. <laughs>
2: Do do I melt its feathers? (laughs) Yeah, you melt some feathers. Nice. (laughs) And as Wilhelm becomes visible, sort of while while piercing this creature's flesh, there's this ever so slight glow in in Wilhelm's eyes, and that's that's his turn. Okay, thank you,
0: Wilhelm. It is the creature's turn. That's to the south of the party, and you see this creature this one here that's just to the south of where all the tengus are it begins dancing and you see its wings rise and fall in a rhythmic fashion its feet start clicking its talons start mashing its beak starts and begins doing this dance and nothing happens but then the creature to the north of the pack also begins dancing a (laughs) brr and you see that and they begin flapping their wings and you feel this energy kind of burst out of them i'm gonna need reflex saves from all of you please
5: 34 for malachi pass
1: Ooh, that's a 29 for loop it sat on that natural 20 for a long time
0: fail Oof. uh that is a uh 33 okay and Wilhelm it's got a 29. 29. so 29 is a fail and the other two if you pass and you're gonna take this electricity damage that's 3d12 Oh, not great numbers 15 points of electricity so if you passed obviously seven. yeah if you pass yeah, seven. is that a spell?
2: No not a spell. Wait I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check something. You gain resistance too to spells cast by fiends and magical attacks by fiends. Would this it's is be It's magical, I guess. Magical well,
0: so the traits of the ability are divine, electricity, evocation, manipulate, move. That's a, it I, seems that's like that's a, magical a magical attack. attack.
1: Evocation, yeah. yeah. Evocation is a school of magic.
2: So, yeah. All right, so I only take 13 damage. woo Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like
2: we cleared
0: that up. Every little helps. All right, Lupin, you're up. Round one still lupin will spend
1: his first action looking at this uh this creature in front of him and uh he will attempt to exploit vulnerability
0: uh this guy to the to the one that's right the, the next one to you?
1: directly in front of him yeah the one that will wilhelm nearly blew to okay, pieces okay well you
0: clearly have line of sight on this bad boy i would hope so Ugh, that's a natural four that's a success
1: Cool. Uh, so I uh, recall an important fact about the creature learning its highest weakness or one of its highest weaknesses if it has multiple with the same value, but not its other weaknesses, resistances. Or do you abilities.
0: get told out, or do I I need to tell you that? So
1: is uh, basically it just gives it to me already. So is I can see that its highest weakness is Cold Iron at 10. Um, yep. And it doesn't give me anything. It, my personal antithesis bonus damage would be 8. So I will obviously take the, the weakness. Okay. weakness, so um, is Lupin will shout to the other, they're weak to cold iron! Ah oh, shit, they only brought silver. <laughs> um, and we'll uh, mm. will flip, uh, as a free action, we'll flip his, uh, his implement over to his mirror, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a duplicate of Lupin appears here, directly opposite uh, Wilhelm on the other side of this creature.
0: Okay, so we replicate Lupin the duplicate goes to the north duplicate, of the creature. Yes. Yeah. TM. Okay. Is that turn? Uh no, and then for final action,
1: uh, Lupin will uh, will aim his pistol and will fire at the creature. Ugh, natural 7, that's not good. Um 29 did. That's a hit. Oh. Lovely. Uh, that is 17 points of damage. And uh, that
0: Can is- I ask you a question, Lupin? You can. Is taking the amulet out or any of that.
2: That's a free action.
0: A manipulate action or an. Uh, action?
1: That is a good question. I would. One second, as I'm checking the feat. I would presume it probably is.
2: Exploit vulnerability has the manipulate trait.
1: Exploit vulnerability has. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, because I'm, I'm rifling through various bits and pieces. So, yeah. Yeah, that would have okay. the. Okay.
2: Okay. Then
0: this creature is going to take its attack of opportunity against you.
2: Yep. It's not possible. Only I have that.
0: <laughs> oh, Oosh. that is a 40 to hit. Oh, my God. Oof.
2: Um, That um, is...
5: How are
1: you off guard? I'm guessing yeah, these creatures guard? have... Reach? 10 feet of reach. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Is, um, yeah, so I'm flanked. Oh, so that's right. a critical so hit.
2: Wilhelm... Standing next to Lupin, oh, sort, fucking of, hell. <laughs> sort of uh, shoulder tackles um, the, the creature's beak, just just hard enough so that the crit turns into a normal hit, just so that it just barely misses any vital parts of Lupin.
0: Okay, twenty nine points of damage. Oof. Yes, thank you, Vilhelm. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, and that is turn. Thank you. Malakai at the bottom of round one with a terrible initiative roll. You are kind of in the throng. You are kind of amongst the Tengu. You are surrounded by two of these creatures. What do you do?
5: <laughs> Typical Malakai will tap on his Kitar and cast Dirge of Doom, dropping dropping his courage, inspired courage for a rather more Nirvana-esque style <laughs> uh,
0: roar out of his mouth so just talk us through Dodge of Doom quickly Chris
5: it's it's a foot Emanations and they're all Frightened 1 and they can't reduce that Frightened value below 1 while they remain in the area and my imagining is is that he is uh, singing a song so horrendous that they want to be <laughs> nowhere near him so that would be my first action it's a composition cantrip so I can only have one at a time so I have to drop inspire courage and i'm going to then cast a cantrip that is called phase bolt from out of that same keytar at the bird in front of me to the north okay for a 35 that's a hit 17 points of piercing damage
0: okay is that turn malachi that's my turn sir It is the top of round two, and it is my creature's turn. It is the big guy's turn who has flown to the kind of southwest of the birds. He is slowed one, but you can see he is far bigger than the rest of them, and he reaches out with his beak and strikes down against the Tengu and hits and deals 10 points of damage that is going to kill that creature. And then with its second action, it's going to start picking off the other. It's going to use its talon this time and strike out. Oh, with a critical hit against the Tengu in this party. Oh, Feathery berry Doesn't kill it though. Hang in there. He is no longer slowed. Whoa. So it is the creature's turn that's now flanked by Lupin, Wilhelm and Lupin. <laughs> he's, got, <laughs> he's surrounded by... All three, you see him cast a spell, which would trigger, I believe. Let me just check what traits it's got. Somatic and verbal. Yep. Okay. If you want to take that attack of opportunity, he's going to cast this spell, Wilhelm. Yes, I do want to. The creature is off guard. Yep. He's also frightened
2: at the moment. Ooh, natural three. That's 28. 28 is a hit. Mm-hmm. That's, uh... ooh, not a lot. Uh, that's 15 pounds of damage.
0: Hey, thank you Wilhelm. And the creature disappears and then reappears to the south near to Aeron. Okay, it is my other creature's turn. This one is slowed one as Sorry. Yep.
1: Sorry mate. Just one second. I just had a had a moment there a realization. The the damage that Lupin did last turn did the system automatically put the weakness
0: on? Oh, good question. Yeah, let's sorry, have a little look. A- yeah. I can tell you, Jason. Yeah, well, the creature took twenty-seven points yes. of damage. Okay, that's
1: fine. I'm used yeah. to adding it on. I'm used <laughs> to adding it on for um, personal antithesis, but this is the first time I've fought something with immortal sure. weakness with Lupin. So
0: yep. I just wanted to check. Oh. And this creature then flaps over towards you, Lupin, and with its second action, its only action, raises back its big old beak and is strikes that the, down. That's the reflection, isn't it? That the new yeah, reflection. the reflection. Twenty-seven to hit. Uh, yes. No, 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 that doesn't hit. Sorry. Sorry, I lied. Okay, that's its turn. he's Is he still frightened, Chris? Whilst...
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a sustained thing. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, so that's that creature's turn. That means we are on to Aeron. Aeron is looking around at the carnage of the battlefield
3: and just seeing him and the party surrounded by these monstrous enormous creatures on all sides and panic is starting to grip him and he's just thinking in his head that everyone is going to die it's gonna happen again to me everybody is going to die and as he's panicking and lost in his thoughts suddenly a red portal erupts in front of him and instinctively he reaches his hand into it and pulls out a Harrow card. Oh, can, you, can you draw oh, me a Harrow card, please?
0: Oh, you know I can. You know I can. <laughs> it's going to take me 20 minutes, but you know, <laughs> you absolutely know I can. Come on, have you got your deck there?
2: Pick a card. Okay. Any card. okay
3: uh, stop. That's the desert. The desert. And what suit is the desert?
2: That's the suit of... Shields.
3: Shields. So, can you just hold the card up for me so I can see it? So, oh, Aaron pulls out the desert card, which is like this sphinx pointing in, in, in what is that, in like a moonlit desert? Is it?
2: Um, uh, yeah.
3: And as he pulls it out from this portal, he then visualizes and concentrates on the power of its suit and he shoots a beam from the card at Lupin, and grants him (gasps) a boon. The target gains temporary hit points equal to twice the spell's level. This is a level six spell called Invoke the Harrow, and it's one of my focus bloodline spells related to my sorcerer type. So basically, whatever card I draw as part of this spell, there are all these different kind of boons and banes, depending on whether I use it on an ally or an enemy. And they all have. There's so many different effects. I'm not going to go into all of them now. Okay, so that's 24
0: temporary hit points for Lupin. Yep. Amazing. They those hit
3: points will last for one minute, and that is just two of my actions. And for my third, I have a
0: question before you. Is that an
1: interaction, Jason? Give yourself
0: 24 temporary hit points.
1: It would be 12 hit points, wouldn't it? It's twice the spell's
3: level. Level six spell.
0: 12 hit points. Yep. Uh, Matty, so question this spell that you've just cast does it have the manipulate trait? it doesn't um is
2: it somatic?
0: it
3: has yes it has somatic and verbal sorry they were they were abbreviated so I couldn't see it sorry yeah so it does have somatic and verbal which makes sense because you know he's literally manipulating reaching through the portal pulling I out. hate
0: to tell you but the creature
3: has an attack of opportunity that's okay because I'm stood next to Wilhelm.
0: <laughs> it gets two.
3: Oh,
1: And I have okay. to tell
0: you that if one of these critically hits, all of that will be in vain.
1: Is that creature the one that Lupin exploited vulnerability with? I think it is, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yep. So, Aeron, here comes... I just want to check. Okay, it's a Talon attack. It's horrible bird-like claws. Here comes the first attack. That is a 35 to hit. Yep, that's a hit. Here's your damage. That's oh, that's really good. 25 points of damage. Ouch. Here comes the second Talon um, attack.
1: As that first attack comes down, the version of Lupin that stood next to Wilhelm, quick as a flash, reaches out with his amulet and uh, flashes it, and a flash of blue light comes between Aeron and the, and the creature, and uh, it reduces. Hang on, it's my level plus two, so that's 14 points of damage, so he only takes 11.
0: Okay, so give yourself 14 hit points back, Aaron.
2: Thank you. How does it get two? It of
0: has a special ability, command where it can make two attacks of opportunity.
2: All right. Because if it's two separate reactions, they can't trigger on the same trigger.
0: I appreciate that. And I will thank you for questioning me. And we will have words after the recording. <laughs> it's exactly uh, the
2: same thing that Wilhelm has. That's why I was asking.
0: <laughs> I'm going to move on as though Kimon has not spoken. <laughs> I've been prepping for this for a week. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is that the creature that attacked Aeron is flying. He's at ground level, but he is flying. I will tell you that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is, is I'm guessing mechanically what it's doing is it's actually, it's one reaction, but maybe that one reaction is giving it two strikes.
0: Thank you, Jason. Yeah, that's the, yeah, okay. yeah. Right, Aaron. So, it doesn't interrupt your really cool thing, which I'm really pleased about. You've got one action left, I think? Or? Yes,
3: I do have one action remaining, and I am going, who is Wilhelm next? So, Aaron is going to put his hand on Wilhelm's shoulder and cast
0: Guidance.
2: I feel guided
0: And it is Wilhelm's
2: turn. Okay. Wilhelm um, is uh, standing there alone. Um so this creature over here, the, the the sort of boss
0: monster. To the southwest of the encounter, yep.
2: Right, right, on the opposite side of the of, of the Kesanan people. Um so it's no longer flying up in the air, right? Because it used melee. Uh, Yeah,
0: this creature here is is 20 feet in the air. Does it have a 20-foot reach? It's got a 15-foot reach.
2: Right, okay. Okay, got it. I should have packed that longbow. Um, All right. Wilhelm uh, sort of looks around, um, but then um, focuses again on the creature that he attacked first with that little glow in his eyes and sprints toward it and uh, steps in between the creature and Aaron, trying to square up to the thing so that it attacks him and um, tries to attack it with a, with a snagging strike. Okay, go for it. That is uh, with guidance... Oh, oh, was a natural oh, one! no! Oh, I will use my hero point because I <laughs> I am not in the mood to have fun right now.
0: <laughs> 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 we are playing the new dying rules, so... <laughs> That's a
2: natural 14 for 40.
0: Critical hit.
2: Nice. Oh, big roll here. Big roll. Yeah, he's good. He's good. That's going to be 52 points of damage. Certainly hurts it. Yep. And for his last action... But I've never had a spare action before. i got to think about this. <laughs> uh, for, for his last action... Wilhelm is Just again. going to Go on. try to feint the Ooh. creature. Talk us through feint. Yes. Um, feint is normally a deception check against the creature's perception DC. Right. To try and make it flat-footed. Okay. But Wilhelm, with his, uh, with his specialized training in, in dueling and, and fake-outs, he has a feat... That's called Overextending Feint, okay. which is that he um, goads the enemy into overextending their next attack by sort of um, faking a false opening and creating an opportunity for the opponent to strike. But he is actually prepared. Uh, So he's going to try a normal Feint check, but instead of uh, giving the enemy the flat-footed or off-guard condition, he gives them a minus two circumstance penalty to their next attack roll against him. Okay. Ooh. And if it's a crit Just to success,
0: him or to all uh, allies? Just
2: to the targeted creature. And just to, just to Wilhelm. Okay. And if it's a crit success, the enemy gets a minus two to every attack roll against Wilhelm. So it's a deception check against my perception
0: DC. I can tell right. you the DC is 29.
2: I do think it, it, calculates, it calculates automatically, but... Uh... That's good to know. That's oh, a natural 20. That is a critical success. So not only does it think that it has me mm-hmm. uh, right where it wants me, it also has a minus two to every single attack roll it makes against Wilhelm. Shame we're going to kill it before then. <laughs> that's time. It is the, creatures, the bird creature's turn that's kind
0: of hovering ground level around the pack. And it is going to cast a spell... And you see the bird, this horrible creature. You don't just see one of them. You see four of them floating. And it bites down at one of the creatures with its awful beak. And hits for 23 points of damage. That is its turn. It's the creature to the north. that's kind of near the two lupins. It can reach lupin with its beak. And it's going to strike down at you, Lupin. Which one? The south one. With a 24 to hit. Uh, That is a miss. And then goes for a claw for the second attack. 29 to hit.
1: That is also a miss.
0: And then goes again with its third claw. Also misses. But it is now Lupin's turn.
1: Okay, so as uh, Lupin's turn begins, is the northernmost Lupin uh, blinks out of existence. Yep, uh, so okay. there is now just, just the one that is uh, is close to the pack of Tengu. Lupin then very carefully steps away from, uh, from that uh, southern of the two northern birds, if that makes any sense. There are two to the north. There is one slightly further south. So uh, Lupin steps away. And then... Reloads his uh, pistol and then takes a shot at the uh, bird that Wilhelm
0: has uh bird uh, to the south, the one that's near yes. to Wilhelm and Aaron. Yes. Okay. Roll to hit. Ooh, ooh, ooh hello. Natural 16, ooh. 37. Critical hit. <laughs> nice. Nice.
1: Indeed. <laughs> that is wow. a... 57 points of damage
0: (laughs) and the bird explodes in a plume of feathers and is very dead in front (laughs) of you
1: no fly zone
2: (laughs) (laughs) he made the fucking list
4: (laughs) alright Lupin (laughs) that's
2: that's your
0: turn Okay, Malakai you are dirging you are kind of surrounded by uh, Tengu that are still living and plenty of these big bird creatures
5: um malachi continues to play his rather dirgy nirvana track and then looks over to aaron and says uh, are you all right over there aaron no no i'm not well take <laughs> my dirge of doom and uh turn it into a little lullaby for you and start pounding a little bit more dirgy out and Tries to soothe you with his dirge of doom for the intents and purposes he's casting soothe while also
0: very good because as you cast soothe the creature that is right next to you is going okay. to take its two attacks <laughs> of on. opportunity oh. here comes the first one 33 oh. to hit is a hit okay here's your damage that's oh, 27 really? points of damage here's your second attack of opportunity Oh! Just to hit. 35 to hit. Mm hmm. Low damage. 17 points of damage. But you do manage and to get off the spell. Sooth goes off. And. Oh, one second, it. Malachi. Oh, no, the southern creature is also going to be able to take two attacks of opportunity against you.
5: Surely I get a bit of cover with all of these bodies around.
0: You do, but when the DM rolls a natural 20. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Silence. Silence and misery. <laughs> but here comes the critical damage against Malachi. Malachi has just cast suicide. Oh, six- it's seven. not bad. Another 42 points of damage, and that will disrupt the soothe spell, but it still has one more attack. Natural 16 for 36 to hit.
2: What's going it's on?
4: 18
0: oh. points. Of damage. That's a mix of slashing and evil. So Malachi, you cast the sooth spell, but it fails because you got critically hit by these two birds that you are surrounded by. I believe that is turn. Yeah. How many hit points you got left, Malachi?
5: Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang oh, on. Okay. You get to choose when you use your reaction, I guess. Ah, uh, yes. Good. So Thank could you. you just choose not to do that?
0: That <laughs> would be very nice.
3: I, <laughs> I meant it was an action. It's really to unfair
5: to sustain Dirge of Doom and then you've decided because you're a prick to do it on my fifth level spell. Cheers, lovely, bye, thank you. (laughs) Technically (laughs) he
2: wouldn't even have the opportunity to attack you with your Dirge of Doom because it doesn't have the somatic shit with it. Exactly. So get fucked, Chris. I (laughs) would (laughs) wait.
0: Malachi. I'm sorry, Malachi. It's the top of round three. It is my creature's turn. My creature that is 25 feet in the air flies over to here and he is going to cast a spell. And that spell is going yep, it's going to get Wilhelm, Aaron, and Lupin. I want everybody to roll reflex saves please. Warning tattoo. And his buddy as well, does it hit him? Well he's dead. So it does, oh, dead. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a natural one from Lizzie. That is in. a
1: natural one, but I am going to hero point that roll.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I saw the one. The 39 for me. Ooh, that's a. Uh,
2: 38, 38.
1: That is a natural 18 for 39 on the reroll.
0: Okay, so that's three passes on the reflex save. That means you'll take half damage of this. Oh, my God. Half damage of 51 points of electricity Ooh-hoo. damage. That's 25 I like I re-rolled points.
2: that. Yeah. Or at least it's not invisible this time. Yeah.
0: So it's my creature's turn, and he's going to swoop down within 10 feet of air on because he's got 10 feet of reach with his beak, and he rolls a 35 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, or- And deals 28 points of damage, piercing an evil. The uh, the bird pierces into Aaron's flesh and
3: Lupin, you see the beak tear open his robes and his skin and he falls down. He is dying. Aaron
0: goes down. He has zero hit points. And the curtain comes down. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Silence Silence from the crew.
0: You've been listening to Describe Your Kill The Death of Destiny Find out more at DescribeYourKill.com Thank you to Paizo, Michael Gelfi Creator Chord, Sirenscape Kevin McLeod, Foundry and Sigil Services Get all the links on our website This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.